0: Hey everyone, it's Jansen Fugate, your coach, mentor, friend, and business partner in all things business lending related. Now, it's episode two of the GoFundYourself podcast, and I'm so excited to be talking about today's topic. Today, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that could dramatically help increase your chances of getting a loan approval. Now, this one thing, this very thing that I'm about to discuss with you could be the singular issue that's holding your small business loan application back from achieving an approval. So, I'm so excited to be discussing it with you today. Now, 70% of you guys have already made this mistake, and if you have... Don't worry about it. I'm going to go ahead and tell you how to fix this in a future GoFundYourself podcast. Now, if you haven't made this mistake, that's fantastic. I'm going to walk you through why you need to go ahead and incorporate your business as an LLC. You see... Initially, many small business owners, they choose a sole proprietorship when setting up their business. Now, again, according to the Small Business Administration, 70% of all businesses in the United States are registered sole proprietors. Now, I personally believe it's from the simple reason that they're extremely easy to set up. They require very minimal paperwork and they cost very little, if anything, to establish, but as I'll cover here in just a minute, you definitely get what you pay for. Now, because sole proprietorships is not an incorporated business, it comes with very several kind of disadvantages, if you will, that other entity structures don't necessarily you know, have. The disadvantages include the potential for unlimited liabilities. You can't take on business partners, or in other words, you can't bring on someone to help you with your business. As far as taking on an equity stake, you can't raise venture capital, and the majority of the banks, they just won't lend to you. So the reality is you look very unprofessional as a sole proprietorship than you would if you were an incorporated business and thus you're presenting yourself as less credible and moving your application in the adverse direction. As you're probably already starting to get the hint, it's much more difficult for sole proprietors to secure small business loans, funding, lines of credit, vendor credit, and any other type of small business financing option, which obviously hinders you as the entrepreneur, your ability to start, grow, and expand your business. Now, the bottom line is that Most financial lenders, they view sole proprietors as way too risky just because there's no major separation between the business and your personal finances. So sole proprietorship, they just don't look credible enough. So I hope you're starting to get that. They just don't look very legitimate to a lending institution. There's a lot of perceived risk. You could be a sole proprietorship and running an amazing business for the last two, five, or even 10 years. But again, your ability to access capital, regardless of two, five, or 10 years, is dramatically limited because of the way that you are incorporated. A sole proprietorship, they have plenty of benefits. But many of the features that make this type of business entity so appealing to entrepreneurs eventually starts to work against them. Now, if you're already a sole proprietor, don't worry, it's relatively affordable and simple to reestablish your business as an LLC. And who knows, you might even like the flexibility that you have with like taxes, how your personal and business assets are separated, how you now have the ability to properly build business credit, which that's a fantastic. Fantastic topic, and I'm really excited to, to discuss that in the future GoFundYourself podcast, of course. But becoming an LLC makes you more attractive to lenders and thus increases your ability to go fund yourself. So if you're interested in forming an LLC, and why wouldn't you after everything we just talked about, I'll be covering how to do that in depth in future podcasts. However, here's just kind of a basic breakdown of the process, but keep in mind that the specifics will vary obviously depending on state to state, but these are kind of the basic steps that uh, will kind of give you a general idea of the process as to uh, what to expect Um, in a kind of a future GoFundYourself podcast. So when moving from a sole proprietorship to an LLC, it really just comes down to about six kind of basic steps. One, you have to research to make sure your business name is available in your state. Again, just because you're operating as a sole proprietorship doesn't entitle you to the name that you've been running as a sole proprietor so you have to go ahead and research make sure that your name is available as a uh, potential LLC or a limited liability corporation number two is making sure that you file the articles of incorporation with the state government agencies or the state government office Um, number three is creating an LLC operating agreement now this isn't required Um, in most states but some states it is required Um, but it's always recommended state by state to have uh, an operating agreement for your LLC. Um, Number four is just registering with the IRS So when you form an LLC you'll need to apply for a new EIN number your employer identification number with the IRS and this is most likely true even if you already have an EIN as a sole proprietorship so unfortunately you're kind of starting from scratch or starting brand new with your new corporation. Number five is going ahead and applying for a new bank account. A lot of lending institutions actually look at your business being registered from the time that you set up your business and start to run timely uh, payments and, and timely deposits through it. Now number six is just applying for the appropriate business licenses and permits and that's it. With those three basic steps you've now formalized your business activities into a formal business structure like an LLC. So in future podcasts, in future GoFundYourself podcasts, we're going to be covering in depth how to properly set up your business on a state and federal level, how to choose the right name for your business, and how a name can get you approved or declined how to choose the right SIC and NAICS codes, which is a coding system that you choose when you register your business that places your business in specific categories. Now it's important to understand that certain codes are automatically declined because of the perceived or the perception of the risk that's associated with that specific code or industry. And I'll give you kind of an example, real estate investors. Now this is a very high risk industry and a lot of main traditional banks won't approve real estate investors, but a lot of traditional banks love property management companies. So there's a lot of strategicness that we can apply or strategies that we can apply to properly position your newly formed business to get funding. Guys, please like, share, comment, and of course, leave a review of the GoFundYourself podcast. My name is Jansen Fugate, your host, and we'll see you on the next episode of GoFundYourself.